Hey listeners, I just wanted to tell you about this amazing apparel brand I've been wearing for a few months now called Defend. The Defend Fire FX Collection is made to provide protection and comfort even under the most extreme conditions. Their remarkable innovation in the product brings ease of wear and flame resistance in an incredibly lightweight base layer, providing you protection from the inside out. The Defend Fire FX product is extremely soft, providing 24-hour comfort. The shirts are even designed to stop those unpleasant odors we all encounter on the job. It also features a no-melt, no-drip technology that reduces heat stress and injury. If you're tired of wearing those uncomfortable, stinky, wet, 100% cotton garments, this is your new gear. Oh, and to the female firefighters listening, Defend has a specific line designed just for you. Okay, last plug. I not only wear Defend under my turnouts at work, I wear their fitness gear when I hit my workouts off the job. It's 24-7 apparel you can absolutely trust to get the job done. Plus, you look good in it, and you feel good in it. So go to DefendUSA.com. That's D-F-N-D-U-S-A.com right now and use code THESIZEUP, all caps, to save yourself 20% on your purchase because there's nothing wrong with saving some cash, looking fly, feeling safe, and smelling fresh. What's up, everybody? It's your old pal Pip here with The Size Up by National Fire Radio, episode 18, which is kind of crazy because this thing is actually rolling again, like week after week. We're, we're knocking it out uh, on the National Fire Radio channel every Tuesday. Uh, I want to thank everybody for either tuning in, listening on your drive to or from work, or maybe while you're cutting your grass or wherever you're listening or watching, because we're on YouTube as well these days. So you can check us out on the National Fire Radio YouTube channel. Um, And I'm so stoked to have uh, my amazing guest on today. Uh, She is a new friend, let's say, because we just met a few weeks ago in person, but I've been following her for a while on the social media because she does some epic stuff on social media. So without further ado, uh, I'm just going to go with Pella Kim. Can I just go with Pella Kim the whole time? Sure. I love pigeonholing myself into my lovely company I work for, but nice to see you again. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like a good thing to do at at such a young age to be like, yes, I am only ever going to be with uh, Pelican products and call myself Pelican (laughs) forever. I love my job, but yes, um, we'll, we'll chat that out later. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's so funny because uh, Kim was like, and her real name is Kim. So we're we're not going to go with Pelican the whole time, but uh, She's like, well, what are we going to talk about today? And I'm like, we can talk about all things we want to. And I'd just like to point out that this mess, this uh, this episode is sponsored by Zizal and Benadryl because we're here in the spring in New Jersey. And uh, this is the part of the spring season in New Jersey. If you're watching, Kim just put on some epic sunglasses to hide her eyes where Mother Nature revolts against us New Jerseyites with her pollen. Correct, Kim? Correct. Yeah. I was walking the dog this morning when you sent me a text being like, Hey, let's go. And I'm like, cool. I'm just having a hitch moment. If you remember like Will Smith's like very swollen eyes. Um, but yeah, thank you for watching. I'm sorry, listening um, to this and not, not watching this. <laughs> it may be better, but her, her eyes don't look that bad, but this, this <laughs> definitely is like horrible New Jersey time where, you know, we're, we're just getting beat like your, your car, no matter what color your car is, it's yellow right now. Right. Right, right. Yeah. And it sucks too and being in the fire service where like you, you walk into the firehouse and everybody is just like, I can't breathe. <laughs> How yeah, do we do our job? I went through a period I had over-the-counter medicine and I was taking it in the morning, like, wake up, let's get after this day. And then after about like a month and a half, I realized it was like severely drowsy. So I couldn't figure out why like three o'clock I turned into a zombie. But we have, have to read the label read the yes. label before you take any allergy medicine <laughs> because benadryl does not mix with trying to stay awake um unless you've taken it so long because your allergies are so bad that you're, you're just immune to benadryl anymore yeah um, it's actually so crazy too the other night we were on a call at like 3 a.m on an activated fire alarm and i was just sitting in the ladder truck crying like oh, my God. it's it's that was the first time in a very long time where at like 
it's the middle of the night, mid morning. And they, I was just dying. I was like, I need his eyes out right now. It was like that hitch moment, almost like, give me the EpiPen from the back of the truck. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, I can totally relate to that. hundred <laughs> percent. So yeah, we're here. Let's talk about fire stuff. No um, one's going to listen to the podcast anymore. Cause we're talking about <laughs> horrible allergies. They're be like, this is not the doctor's podcast, Pip. Like you used to be a paramedic. Stop talking about this kind of boring stuff. So how transition. long have you been transition? Good transition. <laughs> how long have you been in the fire service, Kim? Let's start that way. Oh gosh. So, um, I did the math while walking my dog 17 years as a member. Um, I was kind of born into this. My dad is a cops chief. So I was a tot running around the, the firehouse, um, you know, since birth, it was second nature and, and family still is. So where whole at? life. Can we say where at? Are we allowed to say that? Absolutely. So um, I've been on Hohokus for that entire 10 years, Bali, Bali department, two square miles, mad jobs. Say this that again. What, what town in New Jersey is that again? Hohokus, H-O dash double hyphen H-O dash K-U-S. It's real. Look it up. Come visit. Happy to give you a quick tour if you pop on by. It, it always makes the list of like, is this really a town name or not? So I actually was like totally rocked. I always said, and it was the sign on the post office from when I was a kid, they took it away. It was the only double hyphenated town in the country. And just last week I was traveling in St. Louis and some homie was like, oh my gosh, there's a town in Texas that has two hyphens. And I was like, yeah. excuse me, I've literally been spreading this lie my entire life. So debunked, but um, one of the very few double hyphenated towns in the country. That is a good, a good way to put it. The other night I was at the Red Bulls game and it was uh, Star Wars night. And they asked the players, was it a uh, Star Wars planet or a town? And Hohokus was one of the options the players had. For real? That's awesome. Love it. <laughs> There was like you know, Tatooine, like, and, and you know, obviously that's Star Wars if you're a Star Wars geek like me. But um, yeah, there were a few other New Jersey ones I can't remember, but I know Hohokus was definitely one. So always cool to know someone from, you know, Hohokus where there's mad jobs. Um, and so, I mean, it's pretty obvious what led you into, you know, the whole field of firefighting with, with your dad being a past chief and growing up in the firehouse just kind of like I did and most of us did, but mm -hmm. you still had to make that choice. So what had to do with making the choice of, you know, I'm going to volunteer to do this crazy thing, aside from the fact that your dad did it? Yeah, I was actually hanging out with my dad yesterday. So it was kind of cool. We always have these deep talks. Um, but the way he raised me, only child, like I have to wear both the dress and throw the bunker gear on at the same time. You know, I do it all as the one kid. But um I think the what he's instilled in me is just like literally community service. So I love that I'm a volunteer. I have this amazing skill set that I would never learn anyway, anywhere else. Um, but just giving back to the community, which I feel like is a cop out answer, but it's so true. So I do a lot with fire prevention and like education within our department. And it's so cool at, at um uh halloween time to have these little kids like these little girls come up to me they're like hey firefighter kim i'm like yeah that's me what's up <laughs> but to have that um community involvement and like to be be a fixture in the community it's so important to give back and outside of the job when you're in a, a smaller community like like Hohokus, I, I won't lie, Allentown, New Jersey, not PA, is smaller than Hohokus, New Jersey. So the town yeah. I live in is smaller than the town you live in. Yeah, uh, one point one point seven square miles. I think we are here. Dude, showing me up with my <laughs> I snuck small... in, snuck yeah. in small townness. But when you are in a smaller town, I think that give back is key because. There's not a lot of you. Everybody kind mm -hmm. of knows each other. I learned that when I moved into a smaller town that like after a few years here, I know who lives here and who doesn't is an easy way to mm -hmm. put it. Mm -hmm. um, so being able to have that give back, I think is a huge thing. And 17 or so years ago, there were less females in the fire service in New Jersey than there are today. Um, so that's been a big change for us too. Like, so how have you seen that where you are up in, in Northern Jersey? Sure. So there's definitely a small um, minority sect of us. Um, my best friend is also on the department with me. So we went through fire school. She obviously, she's a woman. 
um not obviously but we we did this together and like I don't know if it's because we're she's I think third gen her family's been doing this forever but I'm a second gen firefighter and we just like put our head down went to work you know like do the job show up um we do have another woman on our department who joined in her um I think she's in her 40s or 50s and she just made this active life choice to give back to her community, which is awesome. But um, as far as that, just to put a nice little shiny wrapper, just go to work, get the job done. And it's cool. I've, I've never had any issues with it. No, I think, I think that's a big part of it too. And, and, you know, seeing the change, you know, I'm, I'm getting closer to 30 years in the emergency services stuff and, you know, being a part of that change and, and watching uh, more females, you know, rise in rank and, and join uh, fire departments and uh, with social media too, which is going to be a, a huge thing that I think we'll, we're going to dive into here. You see how it is around the world and realize that we in New Jersey, at least we're still kind of behind when it comes to advancing females in the fire service compared to other places. Um, but the change is happening and people like you, I think are a big part of that, right? Um, well, thank you. That's a very nice compliment, but I'll, I'll give you a quick story to kind of take the heat on off females and just, it's a job and whoever comes to it, it's great. But we had a job a couple, um, months ago and it was small contained in the basement and this house was so beautiful. And here's my woman's perspective, right? And I'm looking at these hardwood floors and I'm like, oh my God, these couplings are like digging <laughs> into these beautiful hardwood floors. Young family. I saw a pack of diapers. I freaking diapered the coupling. So as we advanced, we didn't dig out and gouge their beautiful hardwood. So um, I challenge you guys to <laughs> preserve property with innovative thinking when you see stuff. That uh, is <laughs> very innovative uh, thinking, right? But that too... And I try to teach this to to younger firefighters, you know, because I think when I was a younger firefighter, I was not thinking that conserve property part of our job, um, where you're just excited to be putting out the fire, let's say, where I'm still just excited to be putting out the fire these days. But of course. that's a huge part. And a lot of times, you know, the folks who are having the fire, all of their possessions are in that one room. Uh, that's next to the fire room. You know, where I work, we have a lot of uh, rooming houses or just, you know, uh, multiple dwell multiple family occupancies. And shutting that door when you go by the room is almost the same as wrapping a diaper around a coupling. Although diapers are expensive, Kim. So just watch what you're wrapping. Maybe grab a towel off the rack before the diaper. Oh my gosh. All right. I figured I'd get heat for that. But, <laughs> uh, but at least I'm giving it a, a trust me, it, it the folks listening to this, there's bound to be a comment like, who thinks about that while there's a fire to be put out? Obviously, obviously Kim did, and obviously <laughs> was enough visibility where she was that she had the time and ability to do that. So let's just think about the fire she was at and and you know, before we just blow her up for helping the folks out. But it, oh is, gosh. it, it is a big, it sucks. It's social, <laughs> social media. It's, it's what... I, I can't even begin to tell you some of the comments that I just hide now off stuff when we put it out there because it's just not worth being on our page anymore. Um, but, oh man, you got me over the place. That property conservation <laughs> and, and that extra thought and it really comes into it. And, and you said something too when you were like, you know, kind of taking the heat off women coming into the job. But I think that's a big thing. We're seeing a huge change in what we do now too is how we're advertising the job, whether it be volunteer or career. And really, anyone who wants to can do this job. It's just the want, right? Like you have mm -hmm. to have that want to give back and that want to do a little bit more, um, no matter who you are, man, woman, any color, age, anything like that. Um, and I think that's kind of where you were going with that as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a place for everyone, you know, creative thinkers, diaper users, um, maybe, maybe not users, diaper alternate <laughs> users. Again, a thing, you know, Kim you're, 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 you're giving me a lifeline and I'm just, I'm, I'm sticking with it. <laughs> just, just running with it. But 
you know, I think that's a, it's a big part of the, the fire service. And, you know, as the fire service progresses, social media has progressed within the fire service too. Um, I would not be sitting here interviewing you if it wasn't for social media and the fire service, plain and simple. Um, it's also changed a lot in, you know, the 10 years I've been more involved in it. But what got you to kind of where you are today? College, all those types of things. Let's go from, you know, you started out as a, as a volley at 16 or so, but what, what happened in between to get where we are now? Yeah, so um, I did my undergrad I'm a anthropology major, which was wait, go back. What? My Jump my under anthropology. So um please explain. Cultural studies. So actually let me relate this to the fire service. Boy. I if you talk to 18, 19 year old me in college, I was like, man, anthro is cool. It gets me on field trips <laughs> and out of the classroom, which speaks a lot to my current career with both um fire service and my my day job essentially but in college I was writing like these ethnographies that was the big buzzword right these snapshots of cultural awareness so old school anthropology is dude goes down to like Papua New Guinea and like sits in his armchair and looks at that culture today it can be in a corporate office space of how to make things more functional so um as we are evaluating the fire service culture and how that's working. That's that's essentially anthropology. So my 19-year-old paper, like in my firehouse on meeting nights on the first Tuesday of the month, we have like assigned seats, right? The young kids sit here. Maybe you're 30 now. Maybe you move to that next table, right? Then there's like the 40-year-olds. You sit at this table and then like, God forbid, you go to the next table. That's where, that's where you um, exit the fire service, just <laughs> say politely, but like there are all these micro um, cultures within. So that was really cool as like a young kid to abstractly look at that and see where it's going. Parlay that into my early career. I worked for Microsoft. Um, I sold Windows phones. Those aren't around anymore, <laughs> but I was a sales trainer. So I taught sellers how to use um how to sell and use Windows phones. I worked for Xbox for a short term. And then from there, I had a peer in the industry. He's like, hey, you ever hear of Pelican? And I was like, yeah, dude, I use them at the firehouse all the time. Cases are great. Flashlights are great. He goes, hey, can you come sell phone cases for me on the, come come run the East Coast? So that's how I got into Pelican. Okay. Um, they, yeah, they found out I was a fireman and they were like, hey, uh, can, can you sell to firemen? And I was like, uh, yeah. And that's where I have I'm at a degree now. in anthropology. Don't you know? <laughs> I want to go back to anthropology though, and, and then yeah. Papua New Guinea. Like, so you don't just—you're <laughs> not just sitting in your armchair. You, your generation, wasn't sitting in your armchair watching. You're getting more involved in in what you were doing, or that's what you wanted to do. Maybe is what it sounds like. Oh gosh, I mean, in college, they'd like take you to a farm, and like you'd look at like the farm farming community, and. Uh, I don't even remember what I was studying um, back then, but that was my rationale is like, you're in the moment, like, give a size up essentially of oh, what's, what you did there. <laughs> what's going on and make things more efficient. So in my present day, I think that's kind of how I put my arms around a corporate job is what's going on. How can I make this better? Yes, I'm in sales um, current currently, but you know, how can I connect with the community and speak their language so everybody's striking on like the same beat? Which is amazing too, because, you know, there was a long time of time frame where you had to go to college, right? Everybody had to go to college. And I feel like uh, when I graduated high school, it was like, you have to go to college. And I was kind of like, I don't think this college thing is for me. I don't Why? Yeah, well, no one, no one really said why then, right? It was just, you have to go, you're expected to go to college. Mm -hmm. And I, I went and I went, let's just end it there. I went, um, but it wasn't really for me, let's say, and that's how I got into emergency services. And you went for one thing and you've taken the knowledge you got from that and are putting it towards a whole different marketplace now, it seems like. And I can see that now when I watch what you're doing on social media as Pelican and your marketing towards that audience. And I think that's where 
we want to get into some more of the main crux of this this talk today about marketing because most end users don't really know much about marketing. I don't think I know much about marketing. I just get a back-end look from it from hanging out with cool people like you. Um, <laughs> so for Pelican now, you do work in sales, but would you say a larger portion of your sales is, is that marketing end to get the sales? So I have to give a proper shout out to the Pelican marketing department who are actually professionals that like do their job and make pretty things and have strategy behind this. Um, but the cool thing that I've been doing is as a salesperson, like my job is I'm, <clears throat> I could be in a firehouse one day. I could be at a um, police station the next day. Boo hiss brothers in blue. Uh <laughs> Or I could be in higher ed with someone who's making a robotic dog to, okay, so let's take uh, the Boston Dynamics dog that participated in the FDNY structural collapse a couple of weeks ago. That command unit is in a Pelican case. So the amount of different end users and folks that I speak to literally on a daily basis is so stinking cool. So that was the root of like my Pelican products is Every day is different. I want to showcase these badass people who are taking a box, taking a flashlight and making it into either a life-saving tool or like literally shaping the world for the better. Oh, hey, flashlight. I thought you were showing your pull box. I'm like, cool, no, cool buff stuff back there. <laughs> pelican flashlight that just happens to be sitting behind me today. Marketing. I think. Yeah, yeah. Product placement. <laughs> product, product placement right in there. And, and that's it. And and here I'll be, you know, the idiot fireman that I am. I thought you worked in marketing. I didn't know you worked in sales. I thought it was all kind of one thing you were doing together, more marketing based just because of the way you do that. And I think it's something that, you know, being part of uh, my fire department, I've been fortunate enough to this is my second rig committee that I've been on. You know, I've been fortunate to be able to purchase a lot of equipment for the department, but there's so much more that goes into it than just seeing something cool on the internet or seeing someone else have that piece of equipment. And with Pelican, you know, I'll say it, you don't have to, but you know, the, the cases are cool, but they're not exactly the uh, most exciting product. Like if we talk about the, the dog, the robotic dog with the FDNY, you saw the robotic dog, you didn't see the case it came in. Um, and you have to make that transition. So I think that's something that's really important in, in the job that you do, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my part, I guess I am a marketer as well, if you really do that. But multiple my hats. You wear multiple hats, just like yeah, my, my focus is to just give light to these really awesome people I meet. So small story away from fire service, I met a, a person at a trade show turned out to be a green beret and he was like oh yeah we used your case i was dropped helicoptered into a back bowl in alaska had issues with like pressurization and like i don't even know like i'm not a mountaineer elevation person. elevation um, elevation you got it and was like dying in a back bowl in alaska and he's like yeah we marked out there was a blizzard that came in and we buried some um some um meds and I'm like, in a Pelican case, he's like, you betcha. And I was like, dude, this is the stuff we need to be talking about. Like, that is so cool that like, yes, it's a box, not to undermine my lovely employer, but the stuff that you put in it and the stuff that like you guys go out and do with it is really, really freaking special. Yeah. And, so, and the more you learn about that, like no, no one's ever going to hear that story probably because that person's never going to tell that story in public or they'll have to have their face, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, thing, yeah, like that, <laughs> but right. It, it's what you put in there. And, and that's another big, important part of all this is explaining these stories, right? Cause storytelling mm -hmm. is in my opinion, the best way to sell anything or to get people, I shouldn't even say sell to get people hyped up about a product. Right. Um, so that storytelling is key. And I think that's what you're doing a great job of on, on social media is, is telling these stories. Like who would know that that robotic dog when it's like, I'm sure there's some people out there that just think it kind of lays in the back of the truck, let's say, right? Yeah. So let me put my corporate hat on for a second. 
do you guys have tools that are rolling in the back of your truck and they're expensive to replace, right? Asset prevention, organization, the project I did with the PL Vulcan guys in the Manverse machine kit, that's in a Pelican case. So the benefits outweigh like junk rolling around in your, let's say whatever tool you use. So the red one, the yellow one, <laughs> whatever tool uh, you want to use. Yeah. Uh, but like people recycle those bags and that's cool. We love the earth. But if you put it in a Pelican case, it'll keep your tool safe. You can decon it. You can wash it out, beat it, you know, give some more life to let you focus on your actual task or job. And it, they're all in the same place. It's very easy to see that, oh, my God, that tool is missing <clears throat> because it's not in its place as opposed to just using a cloth bag where everything is piled in and you right. roll up on the scene and you dump it out and you're like, oh. Here's my junk pile uh, mm -hmm. when it comes down to it. And and for those of you that were at FDIC, the PL Vulcan uh, Pelican giveaway was not rigged. I was part of it. It just so happened that we knew the person who won, but he legitimately <laughs> bought those tickets. I saw that he bought those tickets. I was there to verify it was, it was fair. Um, yes. But it, it's amazing, too, to see how many different products you're actually out there marketing at the same time too because even yesterday you and i were talking and i was like does pelican make a case for this and you're mm -hmm. like they do so you have this broad range you have this almost anything can do what about thinking of things for people like you may walk into your firehouse or my firehouse are you looking around saying like oh well that could be in the pelican 59726 case and oh that goes in the eight, five, four, two, one case. Like, is that processing through your brain all the time? Always. I don't know if your wife watches like those organization shows, but like with the clear containers and like your pantry. I watch the uh, organization shows. In our oh, okay. okay. That's the same. Um, but like, that's how, that's how I look at an apparatus or if I'm like in an industrial warehouse, I'm like, wow, corrugated co uh, cardboard or you're like deploying this, like throw it in a box. I can't get wet like <laughs> absolutely it's a blessing and a curse for me how many pelican cases do you think you possess in your house right now uh where's my camera so i i scaled back a little bit um not a ton there's like a <laughs> go a little bit more a little bit more over because there's a big pile back there for the folks watching yeah yeah i mean yeah. like that's the general stack that in my mind was like the nice background for zoom um not a ton right now. I'm trying oh, to. A ton. That seems like a ton to me. Trying to down size. If, if you're following Kim, which again, uh, uh, Pella Kim will be in the in her her Instagram tag will be in the show notes. So just make sure you, you click on that on our Instagram here at the Size Up by National Fire Radio. But what she it, it's more amazing that every time she travels she spots a pelican case whether she's at a concert the airport seems a very popular place like you you and the baggage handlers must be friends right oh my gosh literally i sell them gate kits for their their headsets but um wait wait, wait go back you sell them yeah so united i think JetBlue uses them um the guys who like marshal in your plane they have a headset just like you're wearing you know guy with earmuffs on guy with earmuffs and then like their little party sticks yep i don't know what they're called um that all lives in a little pelican case so next time you push back on a flight they're there i was legit um, joking like making no, liter like literally they're everywhere uh audio visual people people in new york city pushing those little push carts who are filming stuff pelican cases um jewelry companies like the end user is off the charts it makes it super fun to go to work every day it's so crazy too, because again, knowing you, I'm only really thinking fire service wise. Like I wasn't thinking outside of the box. So that's gotta be a really fun part of your job is getting to, I mean, not just meet all these cool firefighters and go to cool firehouses and see all this cool stuff, but that other end of it is really that like anthropological Kim out there doing stuff. Onyx. Yes. <laughs> I think I just made a new Instagram tag for you too, by the way, like. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it keeps it super interesting. So to your point earlier, <clears throat> yes, there's inherent marketing with, within this, but my goal for my Instagram started as just like a showpiece for cool people doing cool stuff using our products. 
Which it is. It, it, it just, I never, again, I'm, I'm learning about this now as, as we're going on. So you got to tell me some more cool places that you've been to, let's say, or, or ways that you've seen the product used. Um, hmm, okay. So probably the weirdest application. And I think I'm a pretty good conversationalist. Like I can talk to anybody anywhere. I had to go to, I'm going to forget the institution. It was like, it wasn't Harvard. It was somewhere up in Boston, like fancy school, BU, BC, one of them. There's a lot of them. And they, they had just won the Nobel Prize for this wave meter that measured waves. And they're like, we need to house this in a Pelican case. But it was the day after these nerds, uh, wonderful scientists. Super smart people. Had, super smart people had won their Nobel Prize. So they were wildly hungover. So... <laughs> I felt like Penny and Big Bang. I was like, hey guys, like I, I'm <laughs> here to talk to you. I don't know anything about your science stuff. And they're all like, please give me a liquid IV and a banana bag. <laughs> um, so that was super fun and cool. Um, did, did, and I was actually, I thought you were going with that. Like they were going to house the Nobel Prize in the Pelican case. Like that would have been pretty cool too. The, I should probably follow up it with it, but like the, machine that won the Nobel well they won the Nobel Prize but the machine that did it a couple of years back is housed in the Pelican um other cool stuff NFL rings are housed in them um wine shipments is I think the most expensive I learned this last week actually with my VP most expensive bottle out of Napa Valley is housed in the Pelican so um I don't know if there's a tracker on that, but if they could send that to my house, I'd be. I was going to say, I'm like, how do you get that? Because when wine comes to my house, it comes in a cardboard box, usually. So here's a crazy story. My industrial life, there's a um, corrugated cardboard company that I deal with a lot in out, outside of Boston. They have a pulp machine. So they... Um, pulp so if you ever buy like a yankee candle yankee candles right next to our massachusetts warehouse and it comes in like a uh paper mailer that's like compressed okay pulp. um this company that sells a lot of pelican also packages candles and then candles kind of dropped off with covid and their shipments went to wine packaging which probably went up during COVID. So which went up during COVID and I'm sitting there and like just the ingenuity and amazing American made stuff that I get to see. I'm like, Oh my God, I had no idea I had interest in a pulp recycling packaging mailer, but I'm sitting there like, this is so cool. It takes old newspapers. It smushes it together. You put the wine in, you drink the wine, everything's happy. Amazing. It's that how it's made, right? Everyone yeah. loves the show, how it's made. And yeah. it's so cool when you get to go to a factory and obviously see this. You know, I was I was mm -hmm. fortunate enough with my friends at uh, at MSA Globe uh, out in Pittsburgh. I got to see um, them making MSA air packs. But in the same factory that they make the MSA air packs, uh, what I didn't know at the time was MSA is the largest um, maker, whatever the word, manufacturer of uh, construction hard hats in the United States. And I got to see how they made those. And it was so cool. Like the drop testing, um, all the little pellets that I imagine are the Pelican cases. Are they made out of the super little pellets first or no? Yeah. So it's made out of virgin plastic. We have two different ways. One is we're manufactured both in um, LA, Torrance, California, and then Massachusetts. So same vibe of like how it's made really cool stuff. Um, so injection molding, they melt the pellets down, they inject it into a mold, um, and then there's a cool robotic arm that does some like amazing stuff. You stare it at and you're like, <laughs> and then you get a case. Those guys, the smart guys at the uh, college you went to, they may have made that machine for all you know. You don't even know if it was them or not. Yes. During my college um, experience, I took science for the non-scientists. That was literally that's about awesome. as far as I, I didn't even take science when I went to college. <laughs> I, I was like, no, like, uh, what could I take? That's not, oh, pool management. That seems like a good spot for me. Let me take that class. Why am I going to Totally. Dude, chlorine, it's hard, you know? <laughs> chlorine, it's a lot going on with chlorine. You got to pay attention how much you can store, where you can store it, um, all those type things. What's up, listeners? 
As many of you know, footwear is really important to me. Like, really important. Not only for my job as a firefighter, but also for fitness, and of course, fashion. Yep, I said it. I love a new pair of kicks. I knew Hikes makes both structural boots and really awesome station boots, but they also make shoes too. And obviously, I had to try them out. Quick review, I absolutely love them. How they feel and how they look. I walked five miles a day in them at FDIC with no issues at all. These are my go-to station shoes with an added bonus. I can even work out in them. So do your feet a favor and check out HikesUSA.com. That's H-A-I-X-U-S-A.com. And tell them the size up sent you. But, but that's pretty amazing, too, that you know, you're able to be a part of that process. And I would imagine, too, you've gotten to see some of the, um, like, you know, uh, destruction testing that goes on because Pelican cases hold NFL rings. They hold important stuff. So that standard must, again, be super high for you guys, right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So um, I work on the commercial side with commercial customers. We have an entire... Uh, my boss is calling me. How rude. Oh, boy. Decline. Uh, <laughs> so we have an entire military side, which does mil spec testing. So IP rating, if you go back to your cell phone case days, and here's where my experience comes in, it's ingress protection. So dirt, debris, water, we test for certain things. Mil spec testing is crazy. Um, so we like slam it at, at speed, um, on like little carriages, we drop it off stuff, we test outside products it's super cool it's basically we're talking about tv shows what are those guys like mythbusters like all yeah. of that stuff we have in-house which is which is pretty epic and i'm sure those guys on mythbusters all of their equipment that they film with probably is carried in a pelican case so probably and i will find them one day <laughs> is that still a show i don't have cable really so i don't know um i think i watched a youtube from one of them I yeah, I, don't really I mean, they're definitely either. still, and even going back and watching it all again, you're like, this is amazing. It's like reading old, weird New Jerseys. Like, have you ever, mm -hmm. like, and, and where you are too in, in North Jersey? Because I love saying that because Central Jersey exists. So I have to point that out on almost every episode I can. Don't shake your head. It's the truth. Um, it, the governor said so. But there's so many cool things when you go into weird New Jersey. It's just like going back into a Mythbusters episode where who knows, they may have already tried to myth bust like can i break a pelican case so you can it's pretty hard but there's a lifetime warranty so we just send you a new one which is which is an even better thing and so if you are still listening to us here you know i think pelican has been basically doing her job this whole episode of marketing to you and that's part of this whole thing that is like the sales cycle of a product. And a lot of folks don't even see that on social media as much. And you've taken to social media, you're doing a great job of it, but what do you look at when you're doing those posts? Like what, what's your overall scope? Aside from just having fun and wanting to show the cool products, there's definitely some some marketing going on in the back end or some sales, right? Oh gosh. I, I hear the point you're trying to making to make, but I'm trying to um, make it politely. Like, you know, we're we're sneaking yeah. into marketing <laughs> sales here and there. No, like I my lens is I genuinely am like, oh shoot, this is a really cool application in the fields. And like, maybe I just drank the Kool-Aid too much, but it's just the way that I use the product. I think it's cool. And like that lends itself. So a larger conversation, which we don't have to get into now is a lot of companies make a product and then try to force feed it into the fire service where like me as the firefighter, I'm like, oh, I use this every day. Like this flashlight's great because um, the flashlight behind you, it's, it's cool. It's a great tool but like it's just a tool so it's got ribs on the side man going back to the diapers and all the trolls who are going to hate me in the comments for that use it as a wheel chalk if you have nothing else like it's a flashlight we'll re we'll replace it you can get a new one like think about and and that's the the beauty of the fire service is how can i think abstractly and use the tools that i have to get the job done right we roll up on calls every day that are totally crazy we we just have this so um my thank you for thinking oh yeah as i'm talking to the podcast people and touching my <laughs> brain sorry 
Um, but you know, it's that think outside the box mentality, right? And yeah, you know, I, I feel like, at least to me, when I am marketed or sold a product, no matter what it is, whether it's the fire service, something for my kids, I don't want to be force fed that product, right? I don't want to be like, well, this is better. I don't want to hear why this is better than the other guys. I want to show me. And I want you to give me these applications that make it so much better, not just what it mm -hmm. does, but what else it can do. And I think through social media, that's something that we can do where we should be doing all the time. Yeah. So, I mean, as a company, we have our corporate marketing that does a great job, but I think why I found you and I've had some success in my small thing is this is me, the end user also using it. So yeah, maybe, maybe that's do you use a, little more, yeah. <laughs> a little more genuine and like, you know, here I am at the beach with my cooler and my tumbler. Like I'm a real person. Um, my Pelican yeah. backpack, my Pelican cooler, my Pelican. No, there's no beach chairs, right? There's no beach chairs. Ooh, no, but I'll, I'll send a note after <laughs> That'd be super make sure, cool. Then make sure you put the backpack because you need a backpack beach chair, by the way. Like backpack beach chairs are the best. Ooh, yeah. That Tommy Bahama one. Yeah, uh, that, that, that one has a cooler in it. I think I have those ones too. I have a few because, again, the shore is a big deal here in New Jersey. Um, so cooler, you need, if you have a backpack beach chair, you need a cooler, you need a cell phone holder, drink holder. You do not need the umbrella uh, attachment. I guess some folks do, like my wife, who needs a lot of sunblock, and I don't. Um, mm -hmm. But all those different things just make it a cooler product. So, but even that, when we're when we're trying to talk like things like that, look at all these different products, and even with me and and what I do, people are like, "You're so positive," and you put out this positive vibe all the time and inspirational, and and I'm like, "Am I? Is that what I'm selling? Is that my product? Like inspiration and positivity? Because how do you sell that?" And they're like, you just keep being you. And I think when you have a product, that's the same thing. You know, just not be the product, but you have to believe in the product and you have to use the product and you have to show its positivity and do what we're doing on the National Fire Radio side where, you know, Jeremy's been showing these, uh, I'm going to mess it up, but I'm going to try to say it, tips tricks and hacks that people have used in the fire service for years. And I'm sure he's probably found a Pelican case that you're like, never would have thought you'd use it that way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to bring it all together, like he's doing a great job with oral history as well. And that's anthropology, right? Like <sighs> a cultural, look at this. We're coming. Oh my God, that worked full circle in it here at the third. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So I've known Jeremy a really long time and that's, the beauty of the fire service, right? We all have, are you, are you taking notes? Like I'm taking notes because <laughs> I forget things, <laughs> but um, I mean, the fire service as a whole is something totally unique. Like I'm not a part of anything or know of anything that has our culture and tradition. No, no, the, the culture and tradition, I think of the fire service is um, <laughs> it, there's, there's no place in in that I can think of no industry in the world that's still doing things like they've done them in, in 1920. And mm -hmm. we may not be doing them the same exact way, but on Saturdays, we're still cleaning out the bays, you know, like every Saturday we clean out the bay. Well, why do we do it on Saturday? Well, I don't know. Someone did it on Saturday, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, a uh, hundred years ago in my department, you know, you could go back in the records and look at that. Um, and see that we're doing it differently than they did it. You know, we're no longer um, in my department. We have a lot of history. And uh, there was one thing about uh, wetting the wheels twice a day. When there were wooden wheels, you needed to keep oh. them moist. And yeah. so that would be in the book. Like you look in the book and it's like, you know, uh, 2 p.m. wet wheels. Like, oh, man, we don't have to do that anymore. So my department, I'm sure with others, you know, we've, we've got our beef and I'll, my president um, has adopted a new tradition for our monthly meetings and he is, I'm, I'm the secretary. So my notes are copious and great, but he's gone back to our 1910 notes and to kick off our meetings, he reads the like 
chickens actually they have very beautiful handwriting in 1910 but he'll go back and read the minutes from like that and it's crazy to see um some of the same last names who have you know are are still in service today not in service we're people but you know still a part of the fire service and then to see like those mad jobs from back in the day and it's it's become this we've only done it two months but become this like unifier within our department to be like oh my gosh right this is why we do it and that lends to your optimism and and exuberance around the job like it's freaking cool so take that it's so amazing when you have something like that and and thinking to do that to go back into those notes and even just read you know the opening statement of those notes and seeing things you know i know we've done a lot of uh uh, cleaning, let's say, and, and finding these old notes and things. And you see things like, you know, uh, firefighter so-and-so left for dinner because they would live in the firehouses for days at a time, way, 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 way back in the day, or left for church, uh, back in quarters from church. Um, there was one time in, in my department, we were going through some stuff and we found a box of old uh, sick leave forms. And I actually found the one uh, of my father's from when I was born in 1978. Like, and oh, my, wow. father, my father called out, banged out of work. Wife had baby. I'm like, hey, that's me. I'm the baby. baby. <laughs> like, yeah. He wasn't there that day. But that oral history is, is really important. And what we're doing now is documenting on social media. Um, with that being said on social media, though, we also have to be careful what we document, don't we? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Because <laughs> you're definitely out there, and I'm sure you've seen some things that you're like, mm, that's a little cringy. We have to be careful what we're putting out there. Absolutely. Um, I'd say push the boundary with some training innovations, but always be mindful, right? You know, um, just great analogy. My seventh grade teacher taught me that I actually said to my firehouse the other night, uh, toothpaste, right? You can squeeze it out, but you can't get it back in, so... Stuff I post, um, I always, I don't even know who this seventh grade man is, but if you're out there, I'm, I'm preaching it. <laughs> uh, make sure that you want the toothpaste out. Boys and girls, that was an ultimate lesson from Pelikim right there, right? Mm. Because I currently have a, my son is in seventh grade, soon to be eighth grade and, and uh, fourth grade, soon to be fifth grade. And trying to teach them lessons like that about social media that I didn't have to learn. When I was in seventh grade, I could say whatever I want to say and maybe get punched in the face for saying it right there at the moment, but it wasn't out there forever. Um, the, the pain from being punched in the face for saying it was there for a few days. So you kind of always remember that. But now with social media, you put it out there, it's pretty much staying forever. You can try to delete whatever you want to. It doesn't matter. It's still there. Um, and when it comes to product marketing, you have to be careful with that too, because you don't want to say this Pelican case is indestructible because trust me, firemen will break it, right? Yeah, absolutely. So we have a uh, mar- marketing, a warranty department. Um I'm sorry. Who I'm sure will, you know, yell at me for saying this, but we make a really great product. And sometimes, you know, firemen folks out there are rough on it or it gets actually I'll I'll say this. So we will our 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 warranty is fantastic. I get more stories who are like, yeah, it was deployed and the pelican fell out of the helicopter and my gear was safe. Or like they'll tell me these crazy stuff where like I was in a roadside bombing. Uh, everything was fine. Pelican saved my life. And I'm like, oh my God, like that, that's something to celebrate, right? Just American made product that goes along with that helps you do your job. And um, I don't think they'll put like saves your life for roadside bombings on the, on the, <laughs> on the marketing thing. But um, yeah. Well, that's something too with, with, with it being a case company, right? The case may get destroyed, but what's in the case did not. And that means the case did its job. That's not a warranty claim. That's a, well, you destroyed the case, but we did our job by protecting what was inside. Now you got to buy a new case. And I'm sure the warranty department, uh, I would not want to be in that department just knowing, you know, some of the things that happen. 
Yeah, I'm going to get some like fire emails. Kim, why are you talking about this on the internet? <laughs> why are you saying? But, but, but it's a big deal, right? Your, your products, right? So we, we think about safety because safety is a humongous part of our, our job now. And it's how you kind of said, like, even what you're putting out on the internet about training, right? You see some folks putting things out on the internet and you're like, man, you should probably have some fire gloves on while you're doing that. Like, or, you know, you're cutting, cribbing. We just did it the other day at the firehouse. And it's like, man, has everybody got safety goggles on? Like, I, I don't need somebody taking uh, some wood shavings in the eye while we're doing this or anything like that. Um, but that's a big part of it, that the case did its job. We have to remember that. And sometimes we lose sight of that. Uh, especially with social media, it's really easy to do that. Yeah. So while I have this platform, the flashlight that's behind you, I don't remember which one it is. Um, uh, it is the uh, Pelican three four one five for the folks. Okay. So here, here's my soapbox speech. I was on firefighter close calls a couple of years ago. For um, we had like four nor'easters on Tuesdays every month in March, like spring refused to get here. It was just like snowing and snowing and snowing. So we had wires down arcing over a 30 inch gas main. That's oh my gosh. Aging Northeast infrastructure. Like we're evacuating. We call our utility company. They're like, we'll be there next Tuesday. And we're like, excuse me, 30, 30 inches of gas. Like, no, you'll be here immediately. Like boop. No ET. So they, so they come, um, and thank God, 30-inch gas main did not end up rupturing, but a perpendicular sewer pipe popped manhole covers 40 feet in the air, and there was like six feet of flame. We're staged two telephone, maybe three telephones back, whatever our SOP was, chilling with command because our evacuation was done. I almost got taken out by a stinking manhole cover what a way to go man like one so stinky everybody Two, tell that story though forever my god kim great girl shitty ending <laughs> but my my point is that 3415 in your hands and tech technologically advanced it is class one division one so that light is intrinsically safe so your radios likely are intrinsically safe. Are you carrying your cell phone in your gear pocket? Maybe leave it in the truck. You don't need that ham photo, right? The 3415 will not be the ignition source in that situation. So it's just one more safeguard and one more safe measure that I bet you weren't thinking like, oh man, is my flashlight going to make me go boom? Never. So not with the 3415. Good to know. And now I have it. So now it's there. You know, the magnet on the back, it just magnetizes to everything. It's like superconductor magnet. Like, yeah. It's I great. Think, I'm like, this thing, it's sticking to everything. It took me like a week to realize it was because it was a magnet. But again, the same reason I didn't realize about the intrinsically safe end of a flashlight. And I've never thought about that. I've never even, uh, you know, radios have always been a big thing uh, with being intrinsically safe, but I never thought about the flashlight. I gave up carrying the cell phone when I ruined one. I ruined a flip phone. Uh, so that's how long ago it was that I did that. Next tell. Uh, it might've been a Nextel at that time. I might've been like, <laughs> I had to for a while. That was a big deal when you could next yeah. people like a walkie talkie. Dude, we got jobs. <laughs> that was the, the scene back then. Now you just got trolls on group me being like, yo, jobs here. <laughs> you guys do that? Silence the group me though. Like you don't have to have the alerts if you don't want the alerts. Um, I silenced it a long time ago. And then I have 322 messages of just like. You can't keep up with, with everything that's going on. No. Uh, 2023 no. next to land here of the group me's. That go yeah. But, but that's a big thing too, when it comes to products is, is knowing the product and, you know, having just been to FDIC with you and talking to you and, and so many other folks out there about products, I've forgotten I would say probably 75% of the things folks told me there that I have to go back and be like, all right, tell me again about that product so I can tell my department about it and, and why we need it, you know? Yeah. You need 3415 Pelican flashlights from Pelican because she markets to you on her Instagram. Without even knowing it. And on the, on the size up podcast, like we're just, we're just going into marketing, but that, but that social media end is such a big deal now because people aren't 
necessarily watching TV commercials anymore or reading print magazines to see that ad. Instead, they're on their phone and they're doing this. I mean, they could be listening to us talking right now, scrolling through their social media because no one does just one thing anymore, right? Yeah. Uh, so with that building up, where do you see it going next, at least from your end? Like, do you have a secret plan you could tell us? You're just going to keep doing the cool stuff. I I think I am just going to keep doing cool. Thanks thanks for saying I'm cool. Like, validation. Woohoo. You are pretty cool. Yeah, validation. <laughs> I said you're cool. Yes. That's a big deal right there. No, so my focus is just keep highlighting people that use our stuff and kind of see where it goes from there. Um, again, not trying to market, just trying to showcase cool people doing cool stuff. Well, here, um, let's, let's go back a little bit because it's, it was just on your social media, whenever you were in, in T-neck yesterday, but that PL Vulcan man versus machine kid, right? How did that kind of, your end, like, so PL Vulcan training company, uh, mostly everybody's from the FDNY, I think. Um, uh, no. So their trainers are from all over the country. So oh. I, I met actually at FDIC, a gentleman, a instructor through PL Vulcan. Um, and we were just chatting and I'm like, dude, I'm so busy. I'll see you next year at FDIC. And like, didn't push him off, but like, we had this great connection and I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you, li you, you live in Kentucky. Like, when am I getting to Kentucky? But like, God's honest truth. I'm always on a plane somewhere. So like I may, I might be in Kentucky, <laughs> but anyway, we created this great friendship through FDIC, through fire service. And I was like, listen, I haven't, I took the man versus machine class 10 years ago. Mark Gregory is the owner. He is a FDNY guy um, in Brooklyn. And I said, we've been putting these all over my mutual aid. Like I've been making Pelican cases. You may as well like sell them so that's what got this started for fdic this giveaway this year is they gave me the list of guts to put in the inside all of their unique extrication stuff um so my hope is to have a meeting on friday to package this and fdic was an awesome use case so yes it's a cool pelican product yes it's cool ip from manverse machine let's marry that and get it to a distributor so we can sell it to a department. So you can just say, here's my kit, throw it on the engine. And then you don't have to procure um, all that weird, not weird, but all of the funky different tools. So, so for the folks listening to the, to the podcast here who aren't in the emergency services, cause we do have a, a fairly large amount of them, you know, man versus machine. Uh, we get called to help folks when they get stuck in anywhere you can imagine them getting stuck in. Um, a lot of times that could be a machine, you know, a very large machine. It could be a very small machine. Um, being from the Northeast, Kim and I will both agree that you do not stick your hand in the snowblower ever because we're really not doing much man versus machine rescue at that point. Um, but there are times where people get stuck in various places and, and we need some specific tools and training to get them out because it's just not that easy all the time. Um, the class that PL Vulcan teaches puts you into a variety of scenarios that they've either been on jobs with or just kind of figured, hey, maybe someone got stuck in here. And as a firefighter, EMT, paramedic, you have to figure out how to get the person out. And the specific tools that we use to do that can be larger, but a lot of them are handheld because most of the time that we're doing this, we are working around um, a hand or a foot or fingers, and we need some kind of small machinery to use to cut. And a lot of times that just gets thrown on the rig. And what Kim was able to do with this kit was take all of that equipment and utilize her cool uh, handsaw and cut out the exact dimensions of that and stick it in a kit so you have it all in one place. And, you know, that's just one more of those outside of the box thinkings that, that we're able to do, that Kim was able to do. And it, it's a pretty cool kit. Where, where are we at on your social media? How far do they have to go back to see it? Not very far, right? Oh, no. And I can send a picture or something for you to like. Oh, we can blow it up. Yeah, yeah, I can maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, or, or Sebi Station could do that because he's better at it than I am. Yes, my internet wizard. Um, 
So one of the cool things about man versus machine is yes, it's all of these intricate tools, but it's also the way of thinking, right? So man versus machine is a large catch-all term, but maybe a kid stuck his head in between a fence post, right? And he's there. Do we need to come at it with with some Hearst tools? Probably not. What if you tell the kid to just stick their tongue out and just go, mm. that reduces the profile of their face, right? So maybe we didn't need to use any tools at all. So that was my big takeaway. Yes, we need to creatively think how to extricate this person or you know whomever from whatever situation, but just thinking large picture of preserving property, keeping us safe. What are, you know, stuff that you teach day one in fire school. But you could lather his head with butter too. Yeah. You that's also, cool. and it's kind of, also, if you have a lot of butter is available to you at the moment. It's disgusting. But, but that is, it's a huge part of rescue and, and <laughs> classes are, are a big part too. And it's just, again, thinking outside the box, right? Which is what you've been doing with Pelican, um, what you've been doing, you know, obviously in your anth anthropological career, right? Is that a word? <laughs> anthropological? Isn't that the store? And there is an anthropology. An anthropology. I think they spell it differently. I also shop there. They've got cute dresses. My, my wife shops there. So I, I've been in there several times. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Like your anthropological life that, you know, we've <laughs> brought this whole thing full circle to think that to let your parents know they did not waste that college tuition money at all. Like that, that was worthwhile. Yes. Yeah, it was good. I mean, I also went on a lot of field trips, also partook in some, you know, beverages, but what firefighter would not do that? I do, I do <laughs> think like that for the younger folks listening to this are going to be like, there's field trips and anthropology. That seems like a good, uh, a good major for me. Cause had I known it at the time, I might've been like, I want to do anthropology. Like I can do this field trips. Yeah, field trips. I have to say I am back in school getting my MBA right now. So I'm learning about math and not really science. So that's tough on the weekends, but not fun. But that's awesome too, because again, you're trying yeah. to advance your career, you know, just like the rest of us are. You know, you want to just keep moving forward and seeing what's next. Um, so mm -hmm. good luck with that. Thank you. As we as we round out there our hour here together. Oh, look, and the FedEx truck isn't stopping. So the dog did not go wild. Amen. Um, where can everybody find you on the interwebs? What's the best way to get in touch with you? Sure. So I'm on the IG. It's Pelly Kim Products, P-E-L-I Kim, K-I-M Products. And uh, just there, no YouTube, no TikTok, just kind of OG Insta. It's so much easier to just run one. And I, I do think, and this is just for my own thing, because, you know, maybe... There's a guy out there that wants me to start a TikTok page really bad for the size up. And I'm like, I can't figure it out. I just like Insta. Like, can I just stay on Insta, please? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I haven't made that jump, but right I don't now. Either. But he's going to tell me after where he listens to this and say, you have to just do it. <laughs> do it, Pip, in his North Jersey voice. But beyond that. Um, also, what's the Pelican being? We've been talking about Pelican so much. What's the actual Pelican Insta? Because I know they do some cool stuff over there too. Congrats, folks, from marketing and Insta person. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. So there's Pelican products. The official one is Pelican, P E L I C A N products. So that riff, not riff, that uh, juxtaposition there. And then we have kind of a lifestyle brand one. It's just at Pelican which is more like hunt fish camp, pretty pictures outside. So if you're looking for more fire focused, it's Pelican products. If you're looking to, I don't know, pop a beer next to a lake or something, um, it's at Pelican. Which we, we didn't even get into that lifestyle end of Pelican and all the things people do with, with Pelican cases, whether it be camping, hunting, fishing, skiing, snowboarding, spelunking i'm sure diving totally founder was a dive oh can i show you one like old school product you can do it first this is your show your hour we're about to go over but that's okay that's okay this is so fun this is the first product pelican ever made it's called the pelican float we don't make it anymore our founder made this in his basement with his son's hockey skates the hockey stick he cut them up and he was a diver, so when he went diving, he wouldn't float away from his boat or whatever, wherever he anchored. And that's how we got our start. 
Oh, like he would tie the string, there's string there, string to himself thing to the top and go. Yeah, yeah, I see it now. Yeah, so floaty thing, string. Um, there's some weights in here as well. Technical term, floaty thing. String. Floaty thing, yeah. So that's kind of how we got our start. I sure do hope people listened all the way to the end of this just to get that because they missed out on a cool thing if they turned it off. So maybe I'll yeah. do a disclaimer this week and say, listen to the end or skip to the end if you don't want to hear the middle, which would be like a waste of your time because it's been an epic hour with you, Kim. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope our friendship continues. Uh, me too, friend. I can I can uh, allocate more cool Pelican products from you during our friendship. I'm not going to lie. That's that's a Oh my God. I'm trying to slide in there with some more cool Pelican products like that cool, <laughs> cooler that I saw you may have, but not a, not a product plug. Yes. Uh, cool. Good job talking to you. Thanks. But awesome. Thanks for joining us. Thanks everyone for listening to episode 18 of the size up by national fire radio. Again, thank you to our sponsors defend and Mercedes hose as well as some new sponsors that are jumping on board here in the next few weeks and hikes america um, who both sponsored this episode this week we'll see you next time National Fire Radio.